podcast contains spoilers for Motherland Fort Salem Season 1 and vague spoilers for Motherland Fort Salem Season 2. I promise we don't reveal too much on that front. Welcome back to Sapphic Stuff. This is Maddie and... Kristen! We don't have Mary with us right now. She is uh, taking a hiatus. Is that how you say that word? Hiatus? Hiatus? Um, Hiatus. Thank you. Thank you. But she will maybe be back? We don't know. So the next few episodes are just going to be with us, unless we find an additional, maybe some guest people. Who knows? Today's episode is about Motherland Fort Salem. I know that it was supposed to be the- Jennifer's Body. Yeah, it was supposed to be the Jennifer's Body episode, but that was Mary's idea, and we don't want to do Jennifer's Body without Mary. So, Motherland Fort Salem. This is specifically on season one, so if you haven't watched season two, we're not going to spoil you for any of it. Like, I I may say something very, very vague, because it's it's going to be difficult for me not to say something very big about it, but I will not <laughs> give you any big spoilers. So Motherland Fort Salem is this awesome show about an alternate universe where witches are real. And during the Salem witch trials, they made a deal with America to conscript every witch and have them all join the army instead of hanging everybody, which sucks. Well, also they lit them on fire. So I adore this show. I have adored this show since I first saw it. Um, I actually started watching this show because I heard that the guy who does the languages for a bunch of other shows was doing a language for it, uh, David J. Peterson, who is awesome. Uh, he did the languages for Defiance, a show that I am going to make Kristen talk about at some point. I know she doesn't love Defiance. <laughs> I do, but I will force her to talk about it because I adore it and also Jamie Murray's in it. But that's not a topic we're going to talk about right now. We're going to talk about Motherland. Kristen? Yes. So Motherland is really awesome. The language they came up with for it is um, Mother Minish. Tongue and Finnish. Yeah. Finnish. yeah. So it's, it's also Mother Tongue. Minish. Mother Tongue. Yeah. It's really fun. They, I guess they speak in it more in season two than they do in season one, but, um, but that's okay. I don't think it's a spoiler really to say that. That's probably fine. <laughs> so, you just revealed yeah, everything, is, Kristen. I know. I'm sorry. There's basically no reason to watch season two now. No. So I basically, I watched the show as soon as, I mean, literally the second it was announced and I saw a trailer that the show was going to exist, I immediately watched it because it's witches. So I was going to watch it regardless. But then there was gay stuff. So, I mean, there was sapphic content immediately. So that made it kind of an obvious choice when it was like, oh, okay, it's witches. I'm going to watch it regardless and then it was these witches are gay and I was like these witches are gay (laughs) not only is there sapphic content there is canon sapphic content and there is non-canon sapphic content it has everything there's so much sapphic content this show is really freaking gay okay I mean there's a lot of like implied sapphic content but then there's just real actual sapphic content and then there's the fact that like basically you can just ship anyone you want like pretty you much can everyone ship anyone you know that scene in the Johnny Depp Charlotte Charlie in the Chocolate Factory where he's like everything is edible even I everything is edible everything is shippable every character is shippable I, I don't care and <laughs> the cast is like 90% female there are some men but we rarely see them we don't really see them very often no yeah. they don't matter okay and sometimes they're gay too yes what's really exciting is that so the story is focused on basically all female I mean like all of the main leads are, are female characters mm-hmm. so it's just strong kick-ass women with magical powers being either actually sapphic or undercover sapphic and like kicking ass and taking names yeah I mean you know they're I think they're all sapphic they're just not telling there's so much kicking ass and taking names on the show this is the kicking ass and taking names show and like yes it's about the army I I get that no one wants to watch army propaganda I mean yeah there is some awkward propaganda moments where you're like "Hmm, okay yeah but okay no all the awkward propaganda moments are joke they're all like this army is freaking horrible and you should feel bad well there's that and then I like how they do it where like the army's bad but also a lot of other things are also bad so like they kind of are like everyone's bad you know like no one's actually like morally morally everyone is kind of questionable there's no like this person is right on motherland 
everyone is wrong. Everyone is wrong on Motherland. Everyone's just like trying to do what they think is right, but what they think is right usually tends to go badly. It tends and then to... some people end up dead. People die a lot. Um, so <laughs> like you know, warning. You don't. I mean, the gays aren't dead. So I will say at least there's that. I will say it's pretty violent. Like there's some pretty rough stuff. Not only so... is there violence, there's some suicide, magic. Yeah, suicide. there was that one suicide that that happened. Okay, there's more than one. There's definitely episode one. The spree make people. The spree make people jump to their deaths. That's that's at oh, least well, sort yeah. of suicide. I mean, okay, but that's like not. I mean, okay, so those people wouldn't have done that if they weren't influenced by the spree. So like, I guess it's like sort of suicide, but it's also sort of just murder. Well, what I'm saying is that it's if like someone assisted has... murder. <laughs> assisted murder. What I'm it's... saying is that if someone has stress over suicide, this is not the show to oh, watch. Oh yeah, no, I wouldn't recommend it. You're gonna yeah. cry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I would. Don't watch Motherland. Don't watch Motherland if you're worried about that. Just don't. But something I really love about Motherland. So the first season, I did not ship the main ship, which is Rael, who is a soldier and is very gay, and Scylla, who is, well, initially she's introduced to us as a soldier, but she's she's one of the quote-unquote bad guys, the Spree, who are sort of a terrorist organization who are trying to stop conscription. I didn't initially ship it, but I'm gonna say that having watched season two, I'm into it now. I, uh, I ended up re-watching Motherland in preparation for talking about this episode, I ended up rewatching season one. And you know what? They got me. I like it. I ship it. <laughs> Not going to say I don't ship some of the non-canon things more, and I'll talk about that later. But it's good. It's good content. It reminds me a lot of Kofine from Orphan Black. Makes sense. Yeah, because Delphine had her moments where, like, she was kind of... Um, she was kind of the bad guy for a second there. I mean, it was more than a second. It was like the entirety of season one. You did not know what side that woman was on. I mean, I still liked her. That's but because I also she has Stella. the face like, of I mean, a puppy, Kristen. She has the face of a puppy. Yeah, but I don't know. I just didn't find her that morally question. I don't know. I don't find any of these people <laughs> as morally questionable as you do. Like, I know you like were really against Stella at the beginning because of like moral questionability. But like, I honestly could give a crap. Like to me, I just felt like the spree made some points. Like what they did wasn't good. And the things that they're doing to like go about it aren't good. Like they should do it differently. Maybe not kill so many civilians that would be cool don't make people kill yourself because that's also really not cool but I do think that like forced like forced conscription not having I do think that like it sucks that like you're born a wit and then like you basically have no choice like you turn 18 bam you're going to the army like there's nothing you can do about it but that's kind of messed up I want to clarify that my initial issue with Scylla is not that she's one of the spree the spree are pretty cool other than the murder but you know oh, the yeah arm- aside from the murder like the spree I mean as a terrorist organization goes like they are just trying to like stop the military from feeling everyone's kids away. I, I feel like the spree and the army are on pretty even territory. My issue was that Scylla was continuously bold faced lying to this woman she was supposed to love. Um, which I mean, I, I don't know yeah, how she, okay, <laughs> like I, I don't know how she had any other way to do that, but also I don't think that's a yeah, good foundation she, I don't for think a relationship. She had, I don't think she necessarily had a choice. I also think she was like trying in her own weird way to like keep rail kind of like safe because i think if she she knew that like if she knew what was really going on it wouldn't like she'd be more of a target and it wouldn't necessarily be safe she was there to try to extract her and like she couldn't really do that if she knew why like imagine like someone shows up and you just meet this girl right and she's like hey so by the way your family member you think is dead isn't dead and also you're coming with me and also we're the bad guys but the bad guys aren't actually bad and like i mean why would rail believe her well my thing is that Scylla doesn't know that that's Rael's mom, right? So I, I assume. No, she knows. Did she? Okay, Maddie was it. She knows like the entire time, but I know she knows. Like I know she knows, like because we did see in season one, like that that scene with Bella and Willa, and um, and Willa's Rael's mom, and like it, it seems like she knows. Like she was like, because Willa's like, you were supposed to bring my daughter. Like where is she? Mm-hmm. So like I think she knew. So what I'm assuming is that honestly, if Scylla had just said your mom's alive she wants to see you the army sucks they all would have been like yeah that makes sense let's get the fuck out of here tracks. like okay bye like rail hates the army wants to get herself True. killed 
hates the army for killing her mother. True. So, yeah, what about- she probably would have just joined the spree. Like, I feel like she e- would easily be a candidate for joining the spree. At least Which- in season one. Like, I felt yeah. like it would have absolutely, she would have gone there. Which would have made a really interesting plot, although that's not where we go. So the first time I watched season one, I was kind of preoccupied with shipping Rael and Abigail. Just saying. I do like I mean, a little- they do have like that little like, and en- not enemies necessarily, but like frenemies to lovers kind of dynamic where like they like don't really get along at all at the beginning and they really just get on each other's nerves a lot, which is a great dynamic because they're constantly like, calling each other little petty names like shitbird and then they end up actually really caring about each other and it's really sweet and I do like think that their like their relationship dynamic and how it has grown and evolved like is is really great like I I do like them as an aside what is with the show and the word shitbird I have never in my life heard anyone say shitbird until I watched this show and then Abigail said Abigail said shitbird 28 times. I, I swear. It's said as if it's a normal word, too. Like, you don't question it when you're watching it. You're just like, yeah, you are being a shitbird. And you're like, wait a minute. In the alternate the universe sh- of Motherland Fort Salem, shitbird is just a thing you say. It's the thing that everyone says. It's not a nice thing to be called until you say it lovingly. Like, say you're willing to, like, sacrifice your life and you call someone a shitbird. That's when, that's when everything kind of changes, you know? I don't know. So the ship's I on just- the ship. As I said, we have Scylla Rael, which is Rayla, which is the big popular ship, mostly because it's canon and it's, it's canon. cool. It's got some twisty stuff going on. I, as I said, I didn't ship it then. I do now. Although I, I, say, I, I also really appreciate that, like when they did Beltane and they had like the reel and everything, and they have like all the guys come to like do all the stupid power nonsense. I, I like that they didn't force everyone to like be with a boy like they didn't be like okay well this lesbian now has to sleep with some guy because it's Beltane and that's like what you have to do yeah no uh there was definitely there were definitely some people like uh, we saw some sapphic dancing going on in the background of Beltane oh there was some heckin sapphic dancing for sure heckin sapphic dancing so that was a sapphic activity (laughs) (laughs) so going through the ships there's Rayla there's Bellcaller which is Rael and Abigail. Then some people ship the trio, which is Rael, Abigail, Tally, which I ship. I honestly, I, often I ship, ship the trio. I ship freaking everything on the show. I think show. I ship the trio. Like so, season one, the trio was my only ship. Really, like I didn't <laughs> not like Rayla. I just didn't really like care that much about it. Like one way or the other. Like I liked it. I thought it was really great that we had a canon ship. I was really happy about that. I thought it was really nice that that existed, and I liked them. And I thought they had a like a cool plot stuff going on like I thought the thing with the spree was really interesting I liked like Scylla was a very interesting character with like a lot going on so like she was an intriguing character to watch but I just I don't know I didn't care that much about like the ship like the ship didn't like speak to my soul you know but the trio like for whatever reason I just shipped them so hard like all three of them I just feel like they should all three be in like a polyamorous relationship (laughs) where they all love each other and protect Tally their child they should definitely all do that oh my god don't infantilize Tally she's a baby (laughs) uh spoiler alert in season one she's just like so sunshine precious infant in season one and then she later she becomes really kick-ass but like she's she's really very I think because she came from like a really Mm -hmm. sheltered upbringing because she's from like that matrifocal society so she just like comes to school and it's like has never even seen like a boy before and like literally she's just she's just a disaster she's like a little hot mess like tripping over herself all the time like she sees a boy and she's just like what is what is boy like (laughs) she doesn't know anything she it's just it's really cute I mean it's just She's so adorable and so innocent. I mean, that doesn't last very long. It's very cute. Honestly, if the trio should be protecting anyone, it should be Abigail because bad things always happen to Abigail and she needs hugs, okay? (laughs) Most of the bad things happen to her like in season two though. Like I guess Charvel was in season one. Yeah, no, bad things definitely happen to her in season one. She, there's murder at her sister's, uh, not her sister, her cousin's wedding. Her cousin's wedding, yeah. Yeah, like if that's not traumatizing, nothing is. Oh no, that was traumatizing. She was not okay. (laughs) still not okay. <laughs> Abigail Bellwether is not okay. She's just not but okay. But I think she would be like mad if someone tried to like pro- do a protection thing over her and like tried to act all like, cause she's like, I'm, I'm a 
bellwether like i'm hardcore she like she doesn't want to be treated like she needs someone to, to like take care of her yeah she definitely hated when she got a bodyguard in season one which where is that bodyguard can she come back we liked her she hasn't yeah. shown up again is that just over like you just don't get to have one once you're in war college like you leave and then your bodyguard's gone or like they can't go with you i don't really understand if you'll be my bodyguard I can be a long lost pal. I truly don't understand where the bodyguard went. Did they like not have enough money for the bodyguard? <laughs> we didn't have, have budget money. for the bodyguard. They, they, they the budget was Bridie? That's right. I was like, yeah. what did they spend the budget on? Was it on special effects? Because they have gotten more intense. Like, did they have to get rid of the bodyguard? Like, that would happen. We haven't seen Glory either, who was Tally's oh, friend. Oh, yeah, Glory's gone. And Glory was Tally's, like, best friend. Maybe Glory didn't uh, make it into war did college. Did Glory get into war college? Maybe Glory didn't get into war college. She didn't study. Glory. So Tally was a little distracted. Like, she probably wasn't helping Glory, like, study for war college. No. So, ship we've gone over Rayla we've gone over Bell Collar there are people that shipped Tally and Glory though I've seen that before on AO3 people shipped them I would accept this like I know there are definitely headcanons where Tally and Glory were like Tally and Glory had like a thing I mean okay so you live on a compound where there are no men you're not never gonna kiss anybody okay like most people think that her and Glory are like really close because like at some point they like experimented or maybe they dated or like they were together at some point I mean, I think that's, I think that's a perfectly valid, like, way to read it. It could be true. Like, I mean, there's no reason for that not to be true. Oh, no. And then there's, like, a couple other things I ship on this show, mostly because of antagonism. Like, Libba and Abigail. Libba is Abigail's rival. Rival, yeah. They have such chemistry. And, of course, Libba ends up very, very dead and has a- Very dead. She's 100% dead, which is very sad. That was another thing that was sad for Abigail because I thought Abigail hated Libba, but, like, she didn't, though. She really did. And she was, like, actively sad when Libba was dead. Because she loved her. Because maybe they were in love. They were totally The whole love. time. Uh-huh. Um, so there's Abigail Libba. I kind of have a tiny thing for... Earl Alder. And Abigail's mom. Petra! Petra! Petra Bellwether. They... I see they have. It. Been, they have angry chemistry, it. okay? They, they have get angry so chemistry. angry. They do. They have that angst and that anger and, like, they're very, like, fiery, powerful women that just, like, I feel like they'd be maybe too powerful. I don't know. Okay, so it definitely happened at Beltane one time 15 years oh, ago. Oh, for sure. I have yeah. Oh, for sure. I believe and that. And then they never I talked totally about it again, that. ever. No, you... What happens to Beltane stays at Beltane. Oh, God. So- I do think so, though. Because, like, the way they look at each other, I don't know. There's something there. Something, Something's going on there. And Petra can get away with things. Like, she can get away with, like, talking back to the, talking back to Alder. And, like, Alder gets mad about it, but, like, not in the way that she would with, like, other people. Yeah. So, my ships for season one, I just shipped everything. I also ship Alder slash any woman because I figure because she's 300. She's 330 years old. If she hasn't been with a lot of women by now, she's doing it wrong. She's 330 years old in a matriarchal society. Like, yeah. it, it has to have happened. Not that like, Alder sure isn't she's, like the worst. I'm pretty sure but she just I adore up her. with like whoever is the most powerful that's around at the time. I, I think that's Fanon. But are you sure? Because, like, why does she sleep with Witchfather? Like, I feel like at Beltane, her and Witchfather have got just because, like, they're both the most powerful of, like, the types of, like, she wouldn't sleep with, like, one of the women because they aren't, like, because if Witchfather's there, he's more powerful. So, like. I would assume that Witchfather isn't as powerful as you might think because the male witches are less powerful. I would assume perhaps he has a higher status and authority, but I don't I always think- thought he was the most powerful of the male witches, and that's, like, why he's the most important one. I kind of doubt it. I, I I don't know why I doubt it, but I doubt it. Wow. Then who is the most powerful male witch? I would assume that even if there is a most powerful male witch, there would be at least like five female witches who are more powerful than him just because of the no, way no, the No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying like, works. there are other generals. Like yeah. Alder's the U.S. general. All the other generals we've seen from the other countries are women. I'm not saying that. I'm saying like for the United States, uh, if you take the most powerful female witch and the most powerful male witch, I'm pretty sure, like, that's what they're obligated to do, like, well, as a thing. As I, as far as I know, Alder is uh, barren, so she can't have kids. So this is well, not, yeah. like, a 
breeding thing. I assume Alder can have sex with whoever Alder wants to have sex. I was just meaning like for Beltane, I don't think people come in for, like the generals from the other countries aren't going to come in for Beltane no. just to like sleep with Alder. So she can't sleep with the other most powerful women witches because they're in other countries. So the next I love how we've got to like argue about who is the most powerful person Alder can have sex with. But why I think this is I'm not saying that Alder would prefer to sleep with witch father. I'm saying she would prefer to have the highest power boost in order to be at her best for the army. So she's going to choose the highest that it's quality like a, power. <laughs> I'm not certain that it's about the most powerful person. The real, which is the dance they do at Beltane, is supposed to take you to the person that is like the best for you at the moment, which doesn't necessarily mean a romantic interest. But if it's but, the best for you at the moment, then why isn't the best for you meaning like the best for your power? Well, I mean, it might be the best for your power, but I wouldn't necessarily assume that sleeping with the most powerful person would be the best thing power-wise. I... I, I just oh I just assumed it would like create like a bigger power canon like how when like Abigail had sex like they made I mean like okay so magic can happen when you have sex because like it's like a whole big power thing so I was assuming that they get and like the reason they have the the whole thing that the reason they have the boys come is to charge up the girls powers or whatever so like if it's to recharge them and to make them stronger then the biggest battery that the men have is which father I feel like we're arguing too much about the heterosexuals. No, no, no. I just feel like you don't understand what I'm trying to say. <laughs> no, what like I'm saying- men are all a different battery. He's like a um, bigger battery than the other one. No, but what I'm saying is that everybody is a battery. I'm assuming that Rael and Scylla But then why have... do they bring the boys in in the first place? I assume some- Well, first of all, they're pushing this whole you must have babies. They don't they... push that until season two. Okay, so like- if they're not put, so if it's Beltane, I mean, like the the cadets aren't even in war college yet, so they're not pushing them to have babies. Like they're not old enough, so they're just saying like this is literally just to like further powers. So like, I mean, why can't they just do it with each other? Like, why do they need to bring the men in from the like which male academy place? Okay, so I know I say that everyone on Motherland is bisexual. Unless they're gay, not everyone on Motherland is bisexual. <laughs> There have to be men because there are straight people. Hmm. Straight people, you say. What are those? Hmm. I, I know on Motherland there is a temptation to go, what are straight people? But what like, are they? We don't know. Science doesn't they know. Saw the men, I just think I'm pretty sure they shipped them in as like a stack of batteries. So like I just don't understand. Like if Alder thought another woman was a bigger battery than him, like one of the men, she would like the real would have. Her whole purpose is to like pow be the most powerful thing for the U.S. Army. So like she's gonna like her dance is gonna take her to whatever's gonna accomplish well, that. Like she doesn't have I'm other goals. What I'm assuming is that the most powerful person will not necessarily be the best person for you to sleep with to gain power. Like, I maybe you'll have better sex and thus gain more power with someone who is not super, super strong. I, I think of it more yeah. as a, I'm thinking of it more as a chemical reaction than stacking two batteries together. Okay, yeah, we're just seeing it differently because I see it as them like, like putting their powers together and like it, like whoever, you know, if you put the two largest powers together, it becomes the biggest power. I don't think that's how it works, but we don't have any idea of how it works. So either of us could be right. All right. Yeah. So something I love about- I know, about this Mother is hard because normally Mary's here and like we have like a tiebreaker. <laughs> we have someone to argue and say one of you is right, but- At least we don't have to argue anymore. about like hating Scylla anymore since you like got over that. Okay, I never hated Scylla. I've always thought Scylla was interesting. I, at times, was like, I can't get behind this ship. But I've never oh, thought it wasn't, Alder, like... Which was, like, the funniest thing in ever. Because, like, okay, I love Alder, too. But, like, I didn't like her in season one at all. Because I didn't trust her at all. And I still don't really trust her that much. But I do kind of. Like, I see, like, where she's coming from. And I get why she's made decisions that she's made. In season one, she just seemed like a heartless, cruel, like, bitch, honestly. So, like... At least Scylla, like, I felt like Scylla had, like, reasons for why she was doing what she was doing. I mean, yes, she had reasons. No, I didn't have anyone to ship Alder with who Alder was specifically lying to. Like, I 
adore Alder. I think Alder is a very cool character. I would probably not ship a ship where Alder was continuously lying to someone. Like, I, I know I enjoy some subtext that may or may not include that, and I'm not going to talk about that right now, Because, but I would not say, this is a relationship I really want to actually see if that was going on. That makes sense. I think we just have different things that we care about, and that's fair. Also, in, in, Al- in fiction, I don't really care yeah. when, like, a ship is toxic. Like, I, it doesn't really bother me that much. Also, let's talk about Maddie's biases here. Alder looks about 40 and is 300. I love immortals. True. And I love middle-aged women. Scylla is... is that I wasn't physically attracted to Sarah Alder in season one, and then I was in season two. And, she, like, nothing changed, so I don't really know what happened. I, I don't understand you, and I cannot say why that is. <laughs> she didn't look attractive to me in season one. Like her face just looked like really sharp and mean and like she looked like kind of like a an angry mean bird. I don't know. She like me I think. She kind of. I want to photoshop Alder's head on a bald eagle now. Scary like I don't know. She she just had to, she has such a sharp jaw like her features are so sharp and angular they like frightened me for a little while and I think because like her hair was always so tightly wound and like everything about her was always so stiff and like she just seems so like untouchable and like so like uncaring and like I don't know like something about her was like off-putting to me like it didn't even occur to me like, like that she was attractive until season two when I finally noticed that her eyes are really blue I never noticed them before somehow like to me like her eyes never were like I never noticed them before in my life and then she had her hair down at some point, and then that kind of, like, was it for me. I was like, oh, she has hair. Like, for some reason, when it was up, it, like, didn't occur to me that she had hair. Like, like. Yeah, I think what got to you in season one is that Alder looks really butch in season one, and while I may be into that, you're like, Yeah, okay. Meh. That's probably what it is. Like, she was really, really, really butch in season one, and really, really masculine at all times. And, like, it's not that she never is in season two, it's just there's actually, like, they show her both ways. Like, they show her, like, sometimes being like I a love normal that person. You've completely ignored Alder at Beltane with her hair down in a dress. <laughs> she was busy having sex with a man. I completely ignored it, to be honest. <laughs> I, I like wasn't paying attention because she was busy like being heterosexual. I was like, ew, gross. Go do that you didn't over there. Tally when she was no. being heterosexual. Tally's different. <laughs> Tally looks like her. Tally, okay. Like I can't be held accountable for the fact that Tally looks like Tally. Like <laughs> I am not. A- I'm not accountable for the fact that Tally looks like Tally. So I would like to spread the Tally Craven is bisexual agenda. And I know that you're 100% into this. First of all. Tally Craven is like pansexual. I feel like Tally would like, Tally just like, is so, I just feel like her heart's so big. Like, I feel like she just could fall in love with anyone. Like, I feel like she could just be with anyone. Like, she'll just, she's just such a easy character to ship with like pretty much any other character. She's adorable. We, we can say that she's adorable. From the she also has that like empathy and love that she just like I don't know I just feel like she could easily fall for like anyone like if anyone was nice to her she would just be like oh my god a person was nice to me I'm in love with them now (laughs) so initially I think episode one Tally is all is your mark shiny Raelle oh yeah she was so (laughs) excited about that oh my gosh that was the funniest she just like really needed to know if Raelle had had sex or not and (laughs) Tally that's a little gay that's a little gay tally kind of funny too because like Raelle's probably like this weirdo came from a matrifocal society and like somehow isn't shiny yet like how (laughs) and like we all were kind of like literally how but like yeah tally like being not shiny yet was like a really big focus of the first couple episodes of season one and she was so into she was just like everyone everyone's mark is so shiny I want to be shiny and I'm just like oh poor sweet child. (laughs) I love that her plot is just, I need to get laid. Yeah, her whole plot for the first couple episodes is like, I require to get laid. Which is like valid. You could have done that at any point. You live in a dorm with women. I don't know why she couldn't do that before. (laughs) It was really confusing to me. I was just like, did you know that that's available? Like, I don't know if she knew. Like, I would assume she knew because it's a matrifocal society. So, like, aren't a lot of the women together? Tally doesn't wouldn't know what there gay be, is. Wouldn't there be a lot of lesbians? Like, in theory, wouldn't there be, like, 
tons of people, like women that are together. Like, wouldn't that be just like super normal there? So, well, I assume just even on a matrifocal compound, they um they need to do the whole hand fasting marriage thing. I assume they would just like have a kid come back. I I don't know how that's going, but where's the man? I maybe they just are obligated to have a kid, but like they're not obligated to like do the hand fasting the way that like the man has to like stay with like because isn't their their main reason for doing the hand fasting is to produce a child that continues the match line right if that's the main goal then like they can probably have a kid without having a leg maybe the people on the matrifocal compounds are around. the only ones who know what a turkey baster is yeah maybe i mean i feel like they just i, I mean they definitely don't know what that is in other areas so <laughs> i mean yeah. like like slight like motherland season Tommy. two spoilers which is just use turkey basters but obviously he doesn't like raise her because like they don't live in the comp like i don't think men mm-hmm. live in the compound and she's like definitely never seen a boy before so she's like freaks out when she sees one so <laughs> i'm sorry i'm just laughing about tally um so i know tally's your favorite is that an acceptable that's right right yeah tally's my favorite but she was my favorite from the start which is like pretty much pilot episode immediacy so my thing is i never know who my favorite is not on motherland season one i was like okay Rael is my favorite. Oh, no. Tally's my favorite. Oh, nope. Abigail's my favorite. It's Cycles. And then I had like, oh, Alder's my favorite. She's evil. I love her. Yeah, that makes sense. And and then sometimes I'm like, you know, sometimes Anacostia is my favorite. I know she's the only one we haven't shipped. Okay, but consider, I know not in season one, but at some point I might be, might have shipped Anacostia and Scylla a little bit. No, uh, I, I understand this, and I see this, and I appreciate this. Like, not more than Rayla, but, like, in general, like, I feel like there's something there. This this all goes back to uh, everyone is shippable. Everyone is shippable. Yeah, like, Anacostia, I feel like we can ship her with some people. Like, I think she's shippable. Like, maybe she should come back and be shipped with, like, M or something. That could be a really cool couple. That would be really powerful. Spoilers. Everything is shippable. But... It is yeah, all you can shippable. definitely ship whatever you want. I mean, ship her with whoever. I mean, there's a lot of witches. There are so many. Like, there are a few shows that get me to multi-ship on the level I have multi-shipped on this show. Like, the one I can think of is Lost Girl, where I shipped everyone. Yeah, that makes sense. Everyone, everyone. is shippable there. But Everyone's kind like of a hoe on Lost Girl. That's because, like, it's Like, in a good way. You can ship them with so, like, everyone. You can't well, really not. I had, like, three different ships for Lauren, who is not a succubus. Maybe four? Wait, who did you ship Lauren with that wasn't... What? Well, what I shipped Lauren... Four ships for Lauren. Okay, so I shipped Lauren with Ebony. They had a thing. Okay. All I right, shipped Lauren I with that. Tamsin. Really? There's this one point where m- mostly I shipped that as a Bolor and Tamsin. We're not going to get too far into this because yeah, no, no. this is a I different show. I was like, show. don't they hate each other? <laughs> they do, but there's this one point where Lauren slaps Tamsin and Tamsin looks up oh, like, please, okay. ma'am, may I have another? And <laughs> it's just... Okay. It right. is a fantastic yes, moment. Also, I ship Bo, Lauren, Tamsin. I'm I'm not apologizing. Now, away from I'm the not- Lost Girl conversation. Yeah, real quick, Lost Girl conversation thing is that I will always, first and foremost, ship Benzi more than anything in my life on that show. And I don't care. I, I really don't care. People will say, that's not a ship. And I will say, I don't care. Okay, so I ship that less than Valcubus or Bo Lauren Tamsin, but I do ship it. So uh, we're going to move on from this subject. All right. But you're valid. Thank you. You're for but- the validation. As I'm saying, this is the multi-shipping I mean, show. It is actually, like, bisexual. Wasn't there, like, bisexual activity from Abigail? I just felt like there was. When was there bisexual activity? Was it at Beltane? Like, I know uh, she was, she like, She did some dancing with a girl. The only, uh, the, the only... That, like, didn't she have a threesome? I know it was with two guys, but, like... <laughs> that does not count as female bisexuality, no, having no, no, a threesome with two men. No, no, female bisexuality, but I mean, like, the guys were obviously, like, into each other, too, so I mean... I just felt like Abigail was like really sexually fluid and like really fine with whatever and like she would have loved how you're reading this as she'll have threesomes this means she's bisexual (laughs) not that I don't think Abigail is bisexual simply for how charged her relationship with Libba is I mean I would assume that that means that like the guys that she was with were at least bisexual and like I mean that's a big deal considering I know straight people that won't sleep with a bisexual man so I think the universe of motherland is a little different on this I think gay is much more okay 
Although I also think that in the universe of Motherland, they're like, okay, yeah, you've got to hand fast with a man and have a baby. But, you know, it's, it's okay if you're gay, which is, yeah, uh, it's, it, it's a little weird, years. but uh, whatever. Um, like, I mean, it only takes five years of your life, though. Like, you only have to hand fast for five years. It's not like you get married and, like, you're stuck with them. Only five years of your life. Be- beautiful, beautiful words from Kristen. Um, yeah, when you can die at any time because you're a witch, I think five years is a lot. But in the grand scheme of things, like, a lot of, like, I just feel like that's not that long. Like, look at all the, uh, the like, the girls' moms. Like, like they're older, and they're obviously still, like, not dead. And- Those are the ones who live. Okay. We do see like a lot of witches die. Um, we do. A lot of them die before they even get to the point where they could hand fast, though. Yeah, well, there's that. And then there's the like, if you don't make it to war college, you are war meat and you go to the front lines. Oh, God, is that what's happening to Tally's friend? What if she dies? Oh, what if she dies? Oh, my God, Glory, are you in the front? Is that what happened to you? Oh, no. I demand to know what happened to Glory, okay? I think that. That's very bad. Like, that's very possible, though. I I feel like we're just going to get an episode in season three where we're like, oops, Glory's dead. Yeah, I'm like, is Glory alive? Like, where is she? Where is she? We demand to know. Glory, please go join the spree. First girlfriend, I truly believe. (laughs) But they never had sex. No, 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 they didn't because they were young and they, like, not every teenager has sex. Like, this is true. This is true. I think it was kind of weird that they, like, made it seem like it was super bizarre for Tally to be, like, 18 years old and have never had sex like a lot of people who are just going to college for the first time have never had sex like that's a very normal thing this is very valid but also tally like really really wanted to have sex but also you know she's living on a compound with only women so i i guess but maybe like she didn't want to like like maybe glory in her like maybe she like maybe glory was more into it than, i don't know like <laughs> i think tally like didn't really know what she wanted because she'd never really had the opportunity to, to see like you know like she's never met a man so like she had no idea she just had like she like to her that was just like a mythical creature like a man is like a unicorn to tally so she's like so excited to meet one you know like she doesn't know any better like she doesn't know what men are so like she has to meet them first to realize that like men actually suck and then she can go be like oh wait no i was right before and then she'll go back to being with the ladies, I think. Here's Kristen's misandry. Oh, God. Remember in season one where uh, her boyfriend, that, that dude, he wasn't really her boyfriend. He was- Which one? Garrett? Garrett? Garrett, yeah. Garrett. He, sent, he sent her an illustration of his dick. Oh, via... that was the weirdest thing in the world. <laughs> via, like, bird? Yeah, it was literally like he tweeted a dick pic to her. but Tweeted? Well, you know. But, like, with a, weird, with, with a real bird. Like, you do when you're- I've, magic, I've heard somewhere on motherland that cell phones don't exist this may or may not be real um i i, I heard I someone say it noticed. i think i've never really paid attention to see if they have cell phones i think this might be something they said on like after the storm which is the didn't the civilians little... have cell phones though do they maybe i don't know um maybe I, they're heard... not allowed to have them in the army i don't know i've heard someone say that they don't which would explain why dick pics come via why bird. he uses a bird i guess yeah i mean but also wow i guess men even without technology will find a way to send you a dick pic and that is concerning <laughs> i mean i don't want to know that that's really terrible the implications of that they're not great i don't know or tally i don't know I just, I just feel like, I don't know. I just feel Okay, like you say poor Tally. Tally is definitely into men. That was not a poor Tally situation. The poor Tally situation men, yeah. was that that guy was a dirtbag. I also think he should have, like, warned her about that time when he wanted to have that threesome. Like, <laughs> you can't just not warn someone. You gotta tell them first and get consent. You can't just, like, barge your way into a threesome and be like, oh, yeah, by the way, we're hooking up with this girl that I'm also with, Jake that like you didn't know about it all gonna surprise be great, threesome tally surprise. i know you love it surprise and then tally is just like what the fuck like i feel like if she had been prepared like maybe it would have been different you know like but nobody prepared her for this information and she wasn't ready and like that's not cool one of the reasons why i think i feel that the hand fasting thing isn't super important other than the have a child thing was that because if you're if you're wifeish thing i don't know what the term for someone who is hand fasted is like totally okay with 
random threesomes, which, you know, is a thing that people can just do. But it seems like the witches are kind of non-monogamous. I think they all sleep around all the time. Like, I don't think that their hand fastings are as monogamous as, like, our concept of marriage is. Like like, I say, it's only five years. But like you say, they die quickly. So, like, if it's five years, like, maybe they just, like, you know, they have the obligatory child, but, like, and they do the obligatory hand fasting, which doesn't mean, like, they don't also, like, go have fun because, like, they could die any minute. I honestly think there's very little monogamy going on in this universe. Maybe Rael and Scylla are the only monogamous people ever. Most of them aren't. It does, it also kind of feels like most of them aren't raised by two parents. Like, most of them are raised just by one. Like, I mean, aside from, like, Rael was raised by her father because of the whole thing with her mom, which was the weird part. But, like, most of them are raised by their mother. Well, I feel, we have heard the whole Abigail has three dads thing. I think that they were involved in her raising which uh like go petra go petra i guess she remarried every couple of years like she was no i I don't think she was able to or i don't so okay i'm not going to mention this because it was it's it's from season two but that's not how i think it went you don't think she hand fasted like three separate times no i think she was conceived in group sex oh i guess that's possible I swear, this motherland talk I mean, is just really have, dirty. I'm sorry. This show is like just kind of dirty. Three dads biologically, though, like if you had sex with three, like that's not a thing. Like they don't all fertilize the. It I assume. Like I assume it is a mama bia situation. Like no one knows who her dad is. You don't have enough magic to just be able to do like a magical DNA test. Like they can't figure it out. Like there's no way. Maybe they don't want to. So they're just like we're all Abigail's father. All like of concerning us actual Mama Mia, they could have done a DNA test, but they didn't. No, you're right. They could have. I always thought Mama Mia didn't because it was like then Mama Mia would be like it wouldn't exist. Like <laughs> there would be no Mama Mia. And can you imagine like a world with no Mama Mia? I mean, they can't do that. So like obviously, but like now I'm imagining. Now I'm imagining a uh, Abigail, Abig- Adil, Abigail, Mama Mia, Mama Mia fic. <laughs> like she has to invite her three dads I to a Greek that. island <laughs> for her so marriage. Badly. Okay, so whoever's <laughs> listening, can someone please write that? I want that so much. Like I will be so happy if you write me that. Like please. we will read this straight fanfic strictly for the I'll Mamma Mia it. vibes. I'll actually, I will actually read it if it's Mamma Mia. Like maybe just like throw in like some random sapphic energy somewhere. But Mamma I mean, Mia, Rael is going to be a bridesmaid, so there's there's got to be. So you already got it. Some sapphic energy. I mean, yeah, fine. Or you could even have Rael and and Abigail and like together. I don't really know. I mean, maybe I, you can do it. Want. This is Adel more fanfic. Even have to be there. It could People be, it who are could listening be a bell to this. Fic where Bell Collar goes on a, a Mamma Mia journey. I mean, I don't know. That could be true. I what we're see saying that is happening. more Mamma Mia alternate universe <laughs> fanfictions. It simply aren't enough. Especially not for a character who has three dads. Right? I mean, she has three dads canonically. So that means Mamma Mia. I mean, that, there's no <laughs> options. You just don't have a choice. So what is your favorite thing about Motherland? I just like really like the power of like the the trio like I like that they have like this really intense bond and I like that they I don't know it gives me like OG charmed vibes in that way it just I feel like they can accomplish anything like with all three of them together and they're just like these really kick-ass powerful women that actually really care about each other and look after like they just I don't know I just stand them really hard like I love all three of them and I, I care a lot about all of them and like it's not often that there's a show that like I care so much about many characters like usually I have a favorite character or a favorite ship and like I'll watch it and care about like what happens to those things care genuinely about a large portion of the people on the show which is wild to me I normally don't really get that invested in all of the people yeah Motherland is unique because of that for me as well one of the things I like best about Motherland and this has nothing to do with any of the gay things is the world building I love that we have a language I love that we have all this history I'm a person who enjoys reading I do like, love the lore the lore is really cool there's like a lot more of it than like like as you get in I feel like season two has a lot more lore than the, like season mm-hmm. one did but I like that we're starting to get into more of it and I hope that maybe like there's a way to learn the language sometime like how a bunch of us learned like Trigadeth slang during the 100 um actually so fun fact that guy I mentioned earlier David J Peterson he's on Twitter at at d-e-d-a-l-v-s 
he's the nicest and he posts all he posts all the conlang stuff that he's done conlang stands for constructed languages he posts all the dialogue that he's done for motherland it's all on AO3 actually with a translation. It doesn't oh, have nice. a pronounce it doesn't have a pronunciation guide, but honestly if you ask this guy, you you can talk to him he'll on Twitter. He'll, help he'll tell you anything. Yeah. He he was really nice to the Defiance fandom during that time and he's just a cool. Nice. Guy. That's really cool. Yeah, cuz I know there was whole dictionaries and glossaries and stuff for like for the 100 back when I was like the one time I like bothered to write fanfic for that and like I had to write Trigodos like a couple times and I was just like there's so much information about how to do this and then I was like I hope other languages have this and so I'm glad that like there's something. (laughs) Actually he's the one who made that as well. I figured like he does most of them. Yeah he's done a lot of stuff um but I love the world building. My feeling about this show is that I could watch four different shows set in this universe and love them all. I have so many questions about this universe. I want to know what happened during the Civil War. I want to know if we had a Civil War. And I also want to know, like, if we I had feel like two witches different- would have been on top. Like, wouldn't, yeah, that's well, true. Well, I, I, I want to know if we had two different sections of witches and Alder beat the crap out of the Confederates. <laughs> I, I wish to know. I wish to know so many things in this I show. I kind of want them to do, like, a flashback to, like, like, maybe like a past thing where they go back to actual say you know like I wish I could see them do actual Salem and do like the beginning of the like how it started and like the beginning of the conscription and like the I young actually have and, like, like theory we're gonna get that I assume we're gonna get that I assume we're gonna like, get I that I think that would be really cool to see I assume we're gonna get more Alder backstory because season two has sort of been about Alder backstory well not about it but we've definitely seen some of it well, we've seen some something of it, that I will not like mention it's more slightly more recent than like all the way back to Salem though so like I'm hoping we go like all the way back yeah I'd really love to see that as I said I could watch like four different shows about this lore and I think I'd love them all the Spree's side of things too like maybe do one where a show where you see it from like the side of the them and you see like what's going on over there like that could be kind of neat i'd love to see the formation of the spree i'd love to see some stuff about the camarilla Just yeah tell me more tell me more like i want a book like, i want a like, series of books I, and I would Adel, like more like, i feel like I'd like to know more about, like, Vitsterim, like, their whole thing. Lita and them, like, I just feel like there's a lot more going on in this world that, like, we get to see little bits of, but, like, I, I want to know more. Okay, so there are some women with terrifying energy on this show. Kalita is freakier than everyone else. She's so intense, and she's, like, a kid. Like, props to that actress, because she's bringing She's so good at it. She's really, really, really talented. And, like, it's funny when you see her as, like, just a normal kid, because you're like, wait, you're just a kid. And she acts, like, just, like, normal. And then, like, you see her being Kalita, and you're like, oh, my God. Like, what is this? She's really talented. I feel like Kalita could beat the crap out of Alder, and that's Yeah, I think Kalita could. really scary like no one should have that much power like it's really frightening to me that I'm like Kalita's like actually maybe stronger than anyone else Kalita like very possibly the strongest witch in the world I'm not sure that might be real but well yeah now but but not originally that's because Raelle ate some magic mushrooms and... Yes, kids, we've learned that if you do the correct drugs, apparently you can gain a lot of power. I love that this show has magic, magic mushrooms. <laughs> magic, for real. I mean, they also did have drugs in the first season. I mean, with Salva and everything. Yeah, I, they have Salva, but mushrooms, so much better. Just do yeah, mushrooms and you will become though, a nuclear bomb. colonizes you, that's like a little terrifying. Like, I don't know if I would want a fungus to colonize inside of. <laughs> like, I know you get really powerful from it, but I don't know. I don't know if I would like that. Okay, so I'm just saying this. If I could get like a toenail fungus that gave me superpowers, I'd go for it. I don't care how my toes look. I'm sorry. I guess that's fair. I mean, you can just <laughs> always wear closed-toed shoes, right? So no one would ever need to know. Exactly. And you could wear like those little swimming socks to the beach. Like no one has to know. <laughs> like it could be like your, a really well-kept secret that you have this like toenail fungus toe that like he, makes you invincible. Why do I want to write that? I don't know. 
Oof. So what do you want to see in the future for Motherland? And like, don't talk about season two, but what would you like to see? I know you've said that you want to see some, some stuff that goes back to the Salem Witch Yeah, I want them to go like backwards, which I hope they maybe do. I I just want to see like how this even all started, you know, like, I feel like it's called Motherland Fort Salem. It would be good to see some of Salem. Oh yeah. Well, something I would really like. Callie to kiss women. I don't really care which women. I just want her to kiss some. Honestly, I want the whole trio to kiss ladies, and so far only Raelle has made me happy. I need all of, all of them to kiss ladies. And more ladies need to be being kissed on this show by other ladies is the thing. So, like, get on that, I think, is We're what I'm greedy. saying to all of We're greedy. We know that there's gayness on the show. We just want just more. Just be gayer. I want even more sapphic-related content. I want them all to be being gay. Like, they need to all get on that. Like, Alder, she's obviously with women. I mean, she's 330 years old. You can't convince me that she's not. So, I want to see it. Like, I need to know about it. I want to see I would like women. to see it. I know. You're not three. You didn't get to 330 years old only sleeping with men. There's no way in hell. Like, what was that thing I saw one time where there was that lady that was like nine, like she was like 102 or something. They asked her how she got to be sold. And she was like, I avoided men. Fucking valid. Okay. Like, I'm sorry. Like, that's amazing. Like, all she had to do Ugh. was just, she just avoided men in her life. And then she lived to 102. Like, I'm just saying. Correlation is not causation, Kristen. I'm just saying. She didn't get to be 330 years old by only sleeping with men. Okay, so something I would like to see is I want to go back further than the Salem Witch Trials. I want to see, like, this is probably not something we're going to get in this show, but I want to see some ancient Greek witches simply because I adore Greek mythology. But, you know, I want to see ye olden witches. Show me ye ye olden olden witches. (laughs) All right, so. Where witches came from. Like, you know, like maybe we could find out the origin, like who was the first witch and like how did it start? I think the closest we're going to get to that is through mother tongue, which is supposed to be the first language ever which is the witch language, because through it, you can understand all other languages. I'm assuming that maybe witches were here first. So were witches uh, the first creatures? And then just like humans were like regular people are just like born from witches who like ended up not having powers. And then maybe they grew resentful of not having powers. And that's why they hate each other. I don't know. Yeah, I assume that witchcraft could be a recessive trait. Although don't make me go into biology because I'm terrible at it. No. So, like, maybe, yeah, you could be right. Witches could have been first. Anyway, I want just to, know, to know. I want to know everything. There's not enough room in 30 minutes an episode to tell us everything. I basically but I want wish like a history there was. book. Like, maybe if they could just make, like, like, a whole history textbook, but, like, based on this show, that would be useful. I would like six seasons. I would like four movies. I would like a stack of books. And three tell me more. Tell in me the more. same universe. Absolutely. So what would you rate Motherland? Like in sapphic terms? In sapphic terms. Well, I mean, in sapphic terms and just in like overall goodness terms. Oh, okay. Let me think. So in overall goodness terms, I really like the show. I would give it, I mean, I really enjoy it. I'd probably give it like a nine out of 10. It loses a point for like too much heterosexual activity that I just like don't need to be seeing. And men, and like they lost me there. But like, the rest of it is good. There's a lot of women and they're very pretty and everyone on the show is very pretty. So, and they're all really kick-ass and they're all really powerful. And like, also the plot's really good and interesting. So it's nice to not have to like watch something just for the aesthetics. Like, cause like we've all watched something just for the person that's in it or whatever. It's nice when it's actually good. So it's nice that like the show is actually really good. Um, so I like it. Um, and then in terms of sapphic content, I just feel like there could be a lot more of it because I mean, Rayla right now, you know, they're having some trouble. So like there isn't really any sapphic <laughs> content right now so i mean season one had had more sapphic content i guess but it was really complicated because like you know the gays that can never be happy they're always struggling so i think it's also true that no one on this show can ever be happy i don't think it's no no one's ever happy i'm not saying like it's only the gays that aren't happy i'm just i just mean like their relationship obviously couldn't just like be a happy time unfortunately yeah, it's pretty fraught honestly as i'm a trying show, to think of like what i could rate it in you know like <laughs> what terms yeah like maybe like i feel like it has like at least four of those like little metals 
you know, like the little <laughs> army medals. Four out of five army medals. Yeah. So with me, I am going to give it two separate ratings, one of them for overall content and one of them for sapphic content. So first, I'm biased. I love this show. I love this show so much. It's my favorite thing currently on TV. Like, I know I loved WandaVision a couple months ago. This is this is better. I, I adore WandaVision. There, there are no gays on WandaVision. I mean, there aren't. I mean, except we pretend there were. We, we, we can we pretend, pretend there are. There were. It's fine. But so I would rate this 10 out of 10 magic mushrooms. Maybe it's a 10.98. But in terms of sapphicness, I'm going to rate this a 7 out of 10 magic mushrooms in that I think they can do better. I know they will be doing better. Like, I'm going to assume that it's only going to get better. Yeah, I think the sapphicness is going to come back. Like, it's on pause right now, but I think it's coming back. And what I appreciate is that this isn't a show that's, like, about the gay, but it's a, definitely a show that's about women and the relationship women have. So they It's a very, like, women empowerment, like, female empowerment show. And I also really like that, like, being gay, like, no one really talks about it in any kind of way. Like, no one has to come out. Like, it's not like a big deal. Like, nobody cares. Like, it's not a thing that's treated as any differently and that's very refreshing just as like a little bit of escapism from like the homophobia of the real world just to like have a universe where like it's just no one even I mean it's like a non-issue like nobody even talks about it no one gives a crap except that they're gonna force you to have babies but everyone's gonna be forced to have babies whether they're straight everyone's or forced to have babies whether you're straight or gay it doesn't matter I mean that's just about continuing you know witches and making more witches exist equal levels of shitty which does babies. make sense if you think that it is recessive, oh no because that would mean yeah. they'd have to have even more witches to make it happen like they'd have to have even more babies like to make it happen i mean i have a theory that it's not recessive which i know doesn't work with the rest of my stuff simply because rael is so powerful and her dad is not a witch well i don't think they yeah because she married wasn't her mom was it because she married a civilian like isn't that like the thing you're not supposed to do yeah that's why they hated her yeah well she wasn't was she gonna always be powerful or was she only powerful because of the mushroom like i guess that's the difference too is like I feel like she was powerful before she touched the mushroom, but we don't have too much information on pre-mushroom. Because we didn't really see her doing that much, like, before. Like, she touched the mushroom so early on that, like, it's hard to to say. I feel like the mushroom is episode two, but also the mushroom chose to bond with her, which, you know, it, it kills people. True. And now I know we could talk about this show for the next three hours, but we're gonna have to wrap this up. So You're right. Any ending thoughts? I just think there should be more gay witches on TV <laughs> all the time. Oh, uh, yes, a mood. I mean, you would like more gay everything on TV, honest. I, I, I know that this is true. You would like more gay everything, but like, as like a, like I've always loved witches. I mean, I was a very like charmed and Sabrina the Teenage Witch and like Buffy kid. Like those were like the things that I cared about the most as a child. To me, like the supernatural and witches and stuff were like always a thing that I've like, leaned to in entertainment like fantasy is my favorite genre so it is nice to see that um i would like to see gays in everything because i think we literally you know we exist so it'd be nice if we had genre if we had representation in every genre because we should be kind of insane that we're not um but yeah i I would definitely support more gay witches because something about being a witch just like I don't know. There's sapphic energy in being a witch. Like, I don't know how you can be a witch and, like, not be sapphic. Like, it just doesn't seem true. Uh, I only have anecdotal information on this, but my, uh, one of my roommates is witchy, and she's sapphic. I mean, see? (laughs) This is clearly important data. So, my... My closing thoughts are, I love this show. I believe in this show. A lot of the times I'm like, I don't trust this showrunner. I trust this showrunner. Yeah, he's a dude. I still trust him. He seems pretty cool. I think I cool. trust them. They seem like they, they seem good. I like them. I do hope it gets a season three. I don't think it was officially renewed yet. Yeah, I'm not sure on that one yet. If it doesn't get Which a season like, three, I'm going to riot. So. It's going to be really sad if they don't get a season three. Like, because I know we've all been, so, I mean, keep hashtagging the renew Motherland Port Salem and the Motherland Port Salem season three because I don't think it was renewed yet. And, like, I don't understand why it wasn't renewed yet. I mean, I'm not going to be sad if it's not renewed. I'm going to attack someone with the pitchfork yeah so, like we're gonna come with like actual torches and it's gonna be bad like you're not gonna want to do that you're gonna want to burn them at the stake oh like, you know what's <laughs> you know what's weird about this show will what? ferrell is one of the producers yes that will Wait, ferrell. What? yes 
This is real. Sure? This is true. Why? I am not lying. <laughs> That's confusing. So um, I'm glad Will Ferrell, like, I don't know what to do with that stories. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for that information. All right. So next time we see you guys, we are doing an episode on, I know we said that we were going to do Jennifer's Body. And we will. Someday we will. But that is not our next episode. Our next episode is on The Flame, which is a musical podcast. I adore musicals. It is a lesbian musical podcast. And if that isn't everything in the world I love altogether, done by some yeah, really cool people who... Uh, pretty awesome. And it's got two main traffic ships, which is pretty exciting. And, and that's, I mean, there's two whole ships. Like, there's more than one. <laughs> A cornucopia of treasures. And uh, Kristen knows a little something more about The Flame than I do. Yes. Um, so The Flame is produced by um, Les Hangout Productions, which produces the Les Hangout podcast, of which I'm the production assistant. So I do some work helping with promotions for The Flame. And I did get to hear some of it before it came out, which was really exciting, but also really like emotional because... I was like, I can't share this with anyone. But now <laughs> the whole flame is out, all eight episodes. And so now I can actually scream about it with other people. And I'm really excited to scream about it with you guys. And if you like musicals and you like theater and you like rom-coms, you like graphic things and gays and like, like just phrase, like, I mean, it's, it gets a little emotional. There's a lot of feels. You will feel all of the feelings, but I mean, we're, we're we're sapphic so i mean feeling all the feels is pretty normal for us so I, there's a lot of great references i like a lot of the really witty dialogue that's very like nerdy like there's a character that like references like buffy a lot and there is a bearing and wells reference in there which there's i did a bearing not expect and, wells reference and i because adore the writer caitlin clear is obsessed with bearing and wells and bearing and wells is actually the reason she went to school to become a, a writer like it's her whole entire reason for being so um like she's you know i actually know her in fandom um she's in my bearing and wells group chat that makes sense that checks out <laughs> yeah because right. bearing and wells is like her lifeblood so yeah so, so we will like see you guys things, next time like. and it will be gay and it will be sooner than this app came from the last one i promise yes we will definitely be on top of it a lot better things just got very crazy and we are hoping that mary will come back to us at some point but until then we will continue to bring you new episodes with much more frequency than before and some thank you sapphic stuff. thank you so much for your patience and for coming back <laughs> to sapphic stuff all right bye everyone bye